0: Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the Hospital Finance Podcast. Rising healthcare costs are a persistent and difficult issue in the United States. The Network for Regional Healthcare Improvement has published a multi region analysis looking at total cost of care and cost drivers across the U.S. To discuss the results of this analysis, I'm joined by Meredith Roberts-Tomasi, who is the Associate Executive Director for Health Insight Oregon, and Jonathan Matthew, who is Vice President of Data and Delivery for the Center for Improving Value in Health Care. Meredith and Jonathan, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much.
0: So why don't you start out by telling us a little bit about NRHI. For those who may not be familiar with your work,
1: I can start, and then Jonathan can fill in any blanks that I miss. So um, NA is a, a national org- organization that represents about 35 regional healthcare improvement collectives, or RICS, as we call them, as well as state park partners working um, in their communities as well as nationally to improve lots of different areas of healthcare, including patient experience, quality, the health of populations, and reduce the per capita cost of the healthcare we receive. These organizations are all um, not-for-profit, they're all multi-stakeholder, and um, really are committed to making healthcare the best it can be in their individual communities.
2: I think it's important to note that the regional import, the regional approach to doing this, uh, is important. Um, as someone once said, "All politics is local." I put healthcare in the same boat, um, and that you know, healthcare cost and quality issues are typically very local in nature. Uh, care is delivered locally, although uh, providers may be part of a larger regional or national organization. But ultimately, care is delivered by people. Uh, in local markets or in local communities, and that requires a local approach or a regional approach to addressing the issues that are unique uh, to particular parts of the country.
1: The, the other great thing about working with NRI and these other regional healthcare improvement collaboratives is we're not competing with each other. You know, we're we're all in in very different areas of the country, and um, what that allows us to do is really share best practices and learn from each other's mistakes and wins. Jonathan and I have um, formal and informal conversations regularly about what we can learn from the approach that we're taking in our communities so that we can advance both Colorado and Oregon in these important areas.
0: Yeah, and some of that variation shows up in the in the study results. So I'm excited to to dive into that with you here. Uh, let me tee it up for you. Why don't you just um, briefly explain um, why this particular uh, analysis was initiated, and then we can talk about uh, what you found.
2: Yeah, the old the former um, executive director of Enry, Elizabeth Mitchell, uh, was working in Maine. Uh, and had a lot of interest in implementing the Health Partners Total Cost of Care Measure Set. Uh, This was developed by Health Partners in Minnesota, which is an integrated uh, payer and provider system that covers about a million covered lives in Minnesota. Uh, And the measure set is NQF endorsed or endorsed by the National Quality Forum. And Elizabeth was trying to come up with resources to support implementation of the measures in Maine to help inform healthcare cost drivers Uh, and other issues there and ultimately the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation said we'll fund this work but you need to bring us five states Uh, we don't want to fund this in just one state we want to see it applied over five states and we want to be able ultimately to see you compare and contrast results and look at variation in cost drivers across those five participants so back in 2013 five of us got together in Austin Texas to kick off the original project and again, as Elizabeth liked to say, uh, there's been lots and lots of talk about doing something like this uh, across multiple states for many, many years, and we actually did it. And so I think you know, it's one thing to understand costs and cost drivers within your own region or within your own state. It's a lot more powerful if you can put that in a broader context across multiple states, and that's what this work does. Um, in Colorado, there's long been an uh, impression that care is relatively expensive, but we didn't really have any idea of how expensive care in Colorado is uh, until we started participating in this project. And, you know, we'll get more into the results in a little bit, but I think, you know, one of the most important contributions uh, of this work is that we went beyond talk. Uh, we actually made this happen across multiple states in a way that facilitated facilitated meaningful comparisons, uh, and, you know, we went out and did it.
1: And, jo- Jonathan, I completely agree, but I don't want people to think that this was easy, that we just went out and did it. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we, we met in Austin five years ago last month, and um, we have worked daily to make sure that we're able to compare costs within regions and across regions. You know, one of one of the things about regional healthcare improvement collaboratives is we all have our our individual approaches to data, to collaboratives, et cetera. And it was a real challenge to get five of these collaboratives to um, get together and say, okay, what is one methodology we can all agree to use to enable comparisons across these regions? And, um, you know, we we, we came to the decision about health partners methodology pretty early on, but it took us years to get to a place where we were comfortable that our data was in similar shape. We are comparing apples to apples um, within our data, and we, you know, employed outside technical advisors to give us advice and pointers to how we can make sure that we're actually um, comparing similar data sets. So that was, you know, hundreds of hours of, of effort across the years. And I, I think we were all pretty proud that we were able to get to that point, um, though it took us a little bit longer than we
0: expected. It certainly is a very deep analysis, and um, I want to jump right into that now because I think our audience is anxious to hear about the results. Um, and as you've already intimated, the cost by geography does tend to vary um, quite a bit. So um, just very interested in hearing from both of you what you found and what you think might be driving some of those variations.
2: That's
1: the, the $20 million question. Um So uh, the first thing I'll say is that this is the third time we were able to produce this benchmark report, as we call it. And one of the the real positives that that has come out of this work is the results are pretty darn consistent year over year. So the results from um, the 2014, 2015, and 2016 comparisons, you don't show states wildly swinging from least expensive to most expensive. So that consistency gives us some some more validity to what we're actually seeing. I'd say one of the standouts from the reports is um, Maryland continues to be the lowest cost of all the regions that we're reporting on. And um, some listeners might be familiar with um, Maryland's all-payer hospital rate setting that's been in place for years and years and years. And as a result, um, you know, it's not, it's not terribly surprising that we see their hospital uh, costs lower than the average, um, quite a bit lower than the average. And in, in, in fact, um, if you look at the total cost index, which is a, a, a combination of both resource use and price, they're 20 percent below the, the, the six state average. So that's pretty remarkable. I'll I'll leave it to Jonathan to to tell you about the the, the state on the other extreme.
2: Sure, so Colorado, we have participated in benchmark reports two and three. Uh, We had some data challenges the first time around and opted not to publish our initial results publicly. But uh, Colorado has stood out as the highest risk-adjusted total cost of care state uh, in the second and third benchmark reports. Uh, we actually went from 17% above this multi-state average to 19% above uh, this in this most recent report. And one of the really powerful things about the Health Partners uh, total cost of care methodology is it allows you to decompose those results into uh, price and utilization components. So Colorado showed up 19% above the six-state average uh, in this later, latest report. It was driven by both higher-than-average prices and higher-than-average utilization. In Colorado, those two effects worked in the same direction, uh, and it's very similar to what we saw uh, the last time around. Um, specifically, resource use was 5 to 6% above, or utilization of services, the multi-state average, and prices were 13% above. So prices were the more important driver of color- Colorado's higher-than-average total cost of care, but resource use played a factor as well. Several years ago, Lula Reinhardt wrote an article, and the title of which was, It's the Price is Stupid. And he was looking at what what was driving rising healthcare costs nationally. And when you take an aggregate view of rising healthcare costs, prices stand out, uh, head and shoulders above utilization as the primary driver. But what the health partners methodology shows is it's not just prices, it's utilization as well, especially when you start looking across states and regions within states and Colorado the last few years has done some in-depth analysis uh, by division of insurance rating area or by geographic region in Colorado. And we see similar uh, results in the, the more densely populated urban areas of the state. Total cost of care is relatively low generally driven by both lower than average prices and utilization Uh, in the mountain resort communities and in the more rural areas of Colorado they have higher than average uh, total cost of care uh, relative to the statewide average and generally driven by both higher than average utilization and spending so prices matter a lot but when you start looking at differences across states and regions within states prices and utilization both Play a very significant role.
1: So, Oregon's uh, st- uh, story is a little bit different than Colorado. So, if I can just take a moment to um, tell you what we've learned about Oregon, too. So, um, Oregon um, uh, is actually uh, of just about 4% above the uh, average, the multi state average, for the total cost. So, um, that's pretty good, right? We're kind of at the average. So when you start slicing and dicing the data into those resource use and price components that Jonathan mentioned, you start to see another story. So overall, um, our resource use is pretty low um, across settings, so across inpatient and outpatient settings as well as professional and pharmacy. Our, our resource use is, is about 10% below average, which is great. It means that providers are using care the way they should across settings. But when you look at the prices you see something else so our prices are about 16 percent higher than the multi-state average and when you start digging a little bit deeper you see that this is being driven by inpatient prices outpatient prices and professional prices outpatient prices are actually 32 percent higher than the multi-state average so you can imagine that that leads to some pretty important questions within our community. Why are prices so much higher than prices in other states? And what, we're, what we've found, similar to what Jonathan was was describing, with you know within Oregon geography, we're seeing that um, cost in terms of price and resource use is lower in the Portland metro region, and then gets higher as you get out to the more rural areas. Um, Kind of like Colorado, Oregon's population is really um, uh, driven into a couple metro areas. And as soon as you get outside of those metro areas, you see both the cost increasing but also the quality decreasing. And that's something we always want to talk about. You know, you don't want to report on price, especially at a regional level, without some kind of quality indicator because no one wants to be sending patients to low-cost, low-quality providers.
0: So you both said a lot that we can unpack here um, which is which is very interesting, so you've got variations in, in utilization but but generally it seems as though the more urban you get um, the the better uh, we we utilize the resources and and contain the costs if'm I'm, if I'm hearing you correctly and then you've got um, Maryland on a very extreme end of the perspective or, or, or spectrum where they're actually uh, doing things like rate setting, which is um Maybe not everyone's favorite uh, policy. Um, you can debate that, but it 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 seems to be keeping their overall costs under control. Um, so, how do you how do you interpret all, all of this uh, and, and nationally? And 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 what do you think some of the policy implications could be uh, going forward?
2: So, I think it, what the variation in price versus utilization drivers says to me at least, is that there's no one-size-fits-all policy. Colorado has both higher-than-average prices and higher-than-average utilization. So from a statewide perspective, one might be tempted to say we need policies to address both. But what you see when you start looking at the sub-regional level is that the influence of price and utilization vary by region. And so what we really need are policies that are uniquely designed to address the cost drivers in a specific region Um, Meredith can speak to this from or the Oregon perspective but again you know there as she did a moment ago the resource use index in Oregon was ten percent below the six state average whereas total cost and prices were above Um, a strategy or a policy in Oregon intended to reduce utilization of services or the intensity of services delivered to clients is not going to be effective in lowering overall costs because they're already 10 percent below the six state average in terms of resource utilization but with 16 percent above average prices uh, there is an opportunity uh, for policies at a a high level in Oregon or generally uh, policies intended to reduce those prices may have an impact in terms of bringing down their total cost even further
1: I'd say the other thing that um, we want to be aware of is, um, you know, every state has their own their own politics. So another health insight state, Utah, um, also participated in the study, and you can imagine knowing the demographics of Utah that their cost in terms of price and utilization um, might look very very different than a state like Oregon or Colorado. Um, so uh, you know, they have a very young population, a very healthy population. Now, we should also note that all of this data is risk-adjusted so that the fact that Utah has a healthier population than some of the other states like Oregon or like like Maryland, um, that's all all taken into account. So in terms of policy, it's really important that policymakers understand some of the nuances of this data um, because the last thing we we, we want to happen is to put forth policy that's actually not going to drive um, the change at the level it's, it's needed. As an example, I'll just use um, one of the reasons that we think prices might be higher in Oregon is that um, uh, we we know that the Medicare reimbursement in Oregon is quite a bit lower than it is in most places. So one theory is that providers need to increase their prices um, in order to make up for those losses for their Medicare populations. I don't know. I, I, I can't verify that, that that's true, but that's something we've heard Anecdotally, we also know that the cost of living is higher in Oregon than some of these other regions. So, if we want to continue attracting doctors and other types of providers to Oregon, we need to be compensating them in a way to, um, to uh, uh, consider that higher cost of living. Some of those things can be addressed at a policy level, but other things might not be able to be addressed.
0: Well, certainly healthcare affordability is going to be an issue that we uh, nationally are going to struggle with for some time to come, but uh, hopefully this study and studies like it will continue to forward the conversation uh, and help us find new and better solutions to the problem. If you'd like to look at the NRHI benchmark study, head over to Bessler.com, look for the blog post associated with this podcast, and we'll have a link to it from there for you. Meredith and Jonathan, thank you so much uh, for stopping by the Hospital Finance Podcast today and uh, giving us your insights around this unique benchmark study.
2: Our pleasure. Yeah, thank you very much for having us.
0: If you have a topic that you'd like us to discuss on the Hospital Finance Podcast, or if you'd like to be a guest, drop us a line at update at bessler.com